0: Welcome, everyone. This is Anthony Green here. I hope you're having yourself a fantastic time. We are getting into episode number four of the Silent Shame of Leadership series, and this is titled Navigating Loneliness. This podcast episode will explore strategies to combat loneliness and foster meaningful connections. A part of us when it pertains to that silent shame that we have as leaders is the loneliness factor. So we want to get and dive a little bit deep in there and provide you with some quick tips and get you some more information. But before we do that, I'd like to invite you to check us out at anthonygreen.ca. Just to say hello, come into our community, uh, see what we're all about. Our mission here is to impact lives and to support you on our platform to maximize your potential and to achieve greatness. Once we are able to connect with you, we can dive a little bit more, get to know you and to understand and see if we are a good fit with each other and the tools and resources that we can share with you Now we're going to get into our conversation as we look at four key areas of loneliness and give you a little bit of meaning behind each of them and get right into some strategies uh, around loneliness and how to navigate it. So number one, emotional loneliness. This is a type of loneliness that stems from a lack of close emotional bonds with each other. Uh, An example of this is that if you have recently moved to a new city for a job opportunity, uh, you would experience emotional loneliness despite being surrounded by your colleagues and acquaintances. uh, Because you lack that deep connection and you feel the absence of close friends or family members. That's emotional loneliness. Number two is situational loneliness. Situational loneliness arises from specific circumstances such as a relocation or working in isolation. So think about it like this. If you've graduated from uh, college, uh, you experience a situational loneliness in a remote town because you lack social connections. And going into number three is chronic loneliness. So chronic loneliness is characterized by a persistent sense of isolation and disconnection, often unrelated to external circumstances. Let me give you an example of this. Uh, it's despite being surrounded by friends, uh, you can struggle with chronic loneliness. You could feel a lack of deep connection and belonging. Uh, This can really happen as well as if you have, uh, say, a a dysfunctional family, a group of dysfunctional friends, and you find it challenging to form meaningful relationships, especially if you're an adult, and especially if you have emotional scars uh, from your own upbringing. Uh, The final uh, part of loneliness um, that I want to discuss, and most of us relate to it, is social loneliness. Social loneliness occurs when individuals feel disconnected from their social environment or peers despite being physically present in a social setting. Is that you could be part of a tight-knit community and yet you could still feel that social loneliness, um, feeling like that you're the outsider. You don't have much to contribute. You're being pushed uh, to the side. And... In our busy day-to-day life, we can often identify with this, especially in the office, because we get in, we our sense of arrival, we're always on the go, and we're just focused on those goals and objectives. Uh, we're in a meeting together, we're focused on those goals and objectives, but we could be so distant from one another because of us closing off and not being vulnerable, not opening up, not giving the opportunity to even open those doors for a different type of discussion that will lead to greater connections as team members. So there we have it for those four. So once again, just to recap is that we have emotional loneliness, we have situational loneliness, we have chronic loneliness, and we have social loneliness. So Now we've identified those types of loneliness, let's explore some strategies on how we can cope with them. So I'm going to give you five tips for today and let's, um, although we're putting them into theory right now, is take this episode and let it really sink in and really apply We're as applicable with these tips, and we'll love to hear from you and to see how you're doing uh, with it. So number one is cultivate meaningful connections. Make an effort to nurture deep, authentic relationships with others by investing time and energy in building trust and emotional intimacy. Let me recap that again is that you want to make the effort to nurture deep, authentic relationships with others by investing the time and energy in building trust and emotional intimacy. So think about the people that are within your uh, community. Think about the people that you need to make a greater effort with to uh, socially uh, connect, make those meaningful uh, connections for your own growth and development and keep in mind that also improves your mental health number 2 engage in social activities we love our netflix binge uh we love amazon prime uh for us uh with with our families and young children we have we love our disney plus as well but we also need to take care of ourselves and engage in social activities participate in group activities or community events to expand your social network and to combat feelings of isolation so we cannot do that if we are trapped within our four walls within our own home and we really need to make an effort even with the smallest of groups to begin to exchange those netflix episodes to social activities and we will begin to see the the greater benefits uh to combat in loneliness to combat in distress that we may feel and to be in a different environment with different personalities and to make greater connections. All right. So, we're going to number 3, which is seek professional support. So, As much as we have all these points and we're describing the different types of isolation, is that we will sometimes get to a point where we need to seek uh, professional support. So consider therapy or counseling to explore underlying issues contributing to loneliness and develop coping strategies uh, to address them. Professional support is so important. Many times we think we can do it on our own. But if we've come to a place where we are stuck in a corner, is the best thing that we can do for ourselves is seek that professional support. Even if it is one session, is one session makes a world of difference. So if that's you, uh, is really be courageous. Speak to someone who can guide you with the right support, someone that you can uh, trust uh with the way that you're feeling so that you could be of better mind and of better health all right uh number 4 which i mentioned all the way back into number 1 and 2 is practice self care prioritize activities that promote well-being Such as exercise, mindfulness, and hobbies to boost your mood and resilience against loneliness. Now, do you have your hobbies and the things that you love to do on the back burner? Uh, Something's picking up dust. Well, it's time to blow that dust off and do the things that you love. Do the things that brings you joy Start doing some exercise, uh, building an exercise routine for yourself, or getting someone that can help you to build out a plan in regards to practicing uh, your self care, getting your mind, your body, your spirit on the right path. And finally, number five is volunteer or join clubs. Get involved with uh, volunteer work. Think about what you enjoy to do and what makes you more con- the most comfortable uh, when it pertains to connecting with others. And this could be a club, this could be uh, volunteering in a long-term care home, uh, anything that will just get you going, ju- will get the momentum moving uh, for you and to align with your interests, uh, to meet like-minded individuals and to forge those new connections. So we've we've gone through the four types of isolation and we've gone through five key points for you. Grab your notebook, take some notes and start setting some goals for yourself. We are here at uh, Anthony Green uh, Leadership Studio to provide you with any support that you may need. But away from that is within this community is that we will love to hear... Uh, your your testimony, uh, your story in regards to how you're making things better for yourself. How are you being better every day, uh, better than ever? So thank you so much for um, joining us as we understand the various types of loneliness and implementing these strategies. You can take proactive steps to combat loneliness and cultivate a fulfilling social life. We all need to be social in any way, shape or form. Uh, This is great for our health and it is the best focus uh, for us to even be better leaders uh, for our families, our friends, our community, the people that need us, those that are vulnerable. Let's do it together uh, and let's support one another. Once again, thank you so much. This was episode four. Of navigating loneliness. And we want you to join us next time as we get into the finale of the Silent Shame of Leadership series. And that's going to be episode five. So stay tuned and uh, get right into it. Listen to what we got to uh, say to you. And I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. So join us next time as we continue to explore various topics on mental health and well-being and once again is remember you are not alone um we don't want you to disappear and we want you to be with people that are there to support you people that love you people that want to strengthen you and develop you to be greater uh than ever uh, we have resources, and we have a lot of support um available to help you uh, through difficult times and finally, just as a note is if you're experiencing uh great difficulties, is we do encourage you to seek uh professional help and uh certainly reach out to those that could provide you uh with those resources. Or we are here at uh, Anthony Green Leadership Studio where we can help you to navigate as well. Thank you and be better than ever. Take care.